I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac. You can, you, can, you, can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org slash playlists slash WA. Brown bread, fiddleheads, cold moxie, and whoopie pies, ploys with chicken stew. I'll make you coffee. Anybody want? Who wants coffee? Come and get it. Who wants, you want coffee? Who wants coffee? Does anybody want coffee? I'm making the coffee. Hey, it's Nadia now. When this segment airs, I will be getting ready for the last day of school. woo This last two weeks, we were doing fun stuff because it, we were approaching the last day of school. I'm the blob, blob, blob. For example, we had share passion projects day, skips subjects, and do fun stuff instead. Do crafts, watch movies, E.T. E.T. Read books and play what? quizzes like Kahoot. Look it and gimmick it. All that because we are approaching the last day of school. Which is today. 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 We did an alphabet countdown to summer and we had cookie day Yum. for C day. Ladder. Gamer day for G day. Of course. But the best ones were movie movie day. Movie day, which we watched Narnia, The Chronicles of Narnia. We're about to get taken to a dream world that matches the chronic of Narnia. And we had physical education day where we had field day. Um, which is like uh, a competition. That was the we finished with Zoom into Summer Day, which was two days ago. Okay. And on Thursday, we had Hawaiian Day, which was actually called School-Wide Hawaiian Day. No idea why, but I thought there would be something Hawaiian-themed, but there was literally nothing. Like, why? What's the point? It was a fake Hawaiian Day. Bummer. Absolutely. Moving on. I will miss uh, seeing my friends. I will miss having lunch with my friends, but not the gross food. Like, for example, the mashed potatoes, the raw chicken, the grilled cheese sandwiches. Yes, the chicken is raw. No asking why. (laughs) I will miss arriving early and talking to everyone. 
and messing around in front of the school, but I'm glad it's over because someone stole my chair and now I have a tiny chair. Well, I'm glad I'm, next year I'm gonna have a normal chair. I hope at least. I hope I don't get the tiny chair, which is probably contagious. The FDA and the CDC now authorize the COVID vaccine for children as young as six months old. I wish every mini glistener and teacher or even just normal glisteners a good summer. And you mini glisteners and teachers, I hope you don't have raw chicken at your school. I wish that Mungo Jerry was like one guy, but it's actually the name of the band, Mungo Jerry. And the singer's name was what? Lee Dorset. Mungo Jerry. They had a big smash. One big smash back in 1970 in the summertime. An overnight what? success. The other guys in Mungo Jerry besides Ray Dorset, Mike Cole on bass. Hello. Paul King on guitar. Kazoo and Jug. Cheers. Joe Rush on washboard. What's up? Colin Earl on keyboards. Hello. A lot of this I'm getting from allmusic.com. Obviously. Some of their words, sometimes I'm riffing it, but it's not all mine. <laughs> oh my God. Mungo Jerry got signed to the British label Pie, P-Y-E. Correct. Who had a new progressive imprint label called Dawn Records. I wanted Mungo Jerry on Don to update their stodgy image. Really? Some were saying pie are square. When released in the summertime, shot straight to the top of the British charts. And soon enough repeated that success in America and around the world. Possibly 16 million units shifted, though I can't what confirm but then joe rush was gone no more washboard mike cole leaves the band is coming apart the second single baby jump does good in england but not over here and then nothing seems to stick after that Shaggy, the reggae artist covered in the summertime in 1995, Aww. it charted worldwide. Ray Dorset lives with his third wife, Britta, and has a restaurant in Bournemouth, Dorset. Bournemouth, Dorset. Correct. Ray Dorset. Right. Tommy Dorset. May your summertime be a happy one, glisteners. Here's our one-hit wonder for this week. From 1970, Mungo Jerry in the summertime.
And now, here is a man who will show you how to feel better, look better, Jack LaLanne. Look it, I'm going to show you how to feel better and look better fast, because that's what I'm here for. Boys and girls, I see that we have a few mothers around that are out in the kitchen or making the beds or something, and they're busy around the house. You boys and girls, you go grab mother by the arm and you say, Mother, come on, Jack LaLanne is waiting, and time says wasting. Let's go, come on. That's what I want. Hey, keep the dial right where it is. I see we have some new viewers today, some new students. Please listen to me for just a moment. See this, see this umbrella. Supposing you saw me out on a rainy day trying to keep the rain out with this umbrella that has no cloth on it. Will you say, Jack, you're kidding yourself. That's right, I would be kidding myself if I thought this would keep the rain off me. Same thing as a lot of you students who sit down in those chairs and you expect to feel good and look good. You're only kidding yourself because it's nature's law that you have to get a certain amount of exercise each day and you have to take care of this wonderful body that the good Lord above has so generously given us. We have to do something about it. So quit kidding yourself. Get up on your feet out of that chair or get, you know, let your housework go till later. And I'm gonna show you that you can have some fun doing these gymnastics and the results are so fast you can't believe it. That's right. Hey, do you, do you like to give people surprises? You like to be surprised yourself? Why don't you surprise me this morning? You students who've been sitting and watching me, get up out of that chair and do the gymnastics for once. I'll be so surprised. All right, let's go. Come on, we're gonna have a lot of fun today, I promise. Now let's do something to get the shoulder blades back in the normal position, something to put the chest up there where it should be, something to help to strengthen his old back muscles. Take your fists like that, clench them like you're making a muscle, then just kind of snap your arms back, little short movements, begin. Back, 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 one, two, three. Now feel good in the back and shoulders, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and rest, one, two, ho. Now we're gonna do something, students, for the ankles and arches and the lower legs. We're gonna pretend that we are a pogo stick. Begin. One, two, three. Grandma, Grandpa, this will put a spring in your step. One, two, three, four. Pardon me. Half printer step to my doggy. One, two. Can you see me stepping on his head? I can see him now. Yipe. One, two, and rest. Fine. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. You know, you can't be healthy and sick at the same time. It's an impossibility. The next time you go to a gathering of people, either your church group or school group, or you're down when you do your shopping or in some busy street, you look at the people and see how many healthy people you see. Not very many, believe me. You see people with crutches and canes and people with their long, tired faces. Their bodies are infested with disease and aches and pains and they're all this nervous tension and all these frustrations. They're sick. And you know, and I'm convinced, if you do eat properly and if you do take care of this body by giving it the right amount of care by exercise and all this, you are not gonna have all these aches and pains. You're gonna live your lifespan out and you're gonna be healthy and happy. You're gonna enjoy life 24 hours a day. So let's really get on the ball. Let's start adding some life to our years and years to our life. Thank you, Jack LaLanne, for another inspiring half hour. Hello, glisteners. It's Anna Roisman, and I am popping by for An Another Thing, your favorite segment, I hope, every Thursday. An Another Thing. Absolutely. I wanted to tell you, I don't even know if I ever told you, I'm from Philadelphia. Aww. From right outside of Philadelphia. Um, 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 and I have to say, I'm allowed to say this, I think Philadelphia is actually the worst accent ever. Really? I've thought about this, and I feel like it's like if Boston and Long Island don't go had a baby who just like moved down south like like somewhere in there is Philadelphia you know Philadelphia down to I-95 exit 6 
You know, we have the Holy Temple, Wawa. Got great hoagies, uh, water. And I said, I'll, I'll have a, a water. Crime. Uh, <laughs> you know, you don't hear Philly accents too much on TV. Why? Because they are so awful that people are like, you know what? Let's just never, let's just not set our project in, you know, Philadelphia. However. Lucky us. What? We had Kate Winslet play a hot Philadelphian this year in Mayor of Easttown. I don't know if you caught this show on HBO. It was so good. Riveting show. I had an affair with Helen Fahey. <laughs> Honestly, one of my favorite shows of the year. And it took place Clear. just outside of Philadelphia. And her accent, you know, what? it was fine. But the fact that it was Kate Winslet just, like, made it sexy, you know? It, like, gave us an edge, which felt really, really cool. And I also love when people are from, I know we're in New Jersey right now, but I, I love when people from South Jersey say they're from Philadelphia, uh-huh. you know, and then you find out it's like Cherry Hill or like, you know, uh-huh. somewhere else, South Jersey, and you're like, not quite Philadelphia. Like, you have a whole state. You can say you're from New Jersey. I'm curious if, if what people feel inclined to say the city that they're closest to rather than the state that they live in. I don't know. I don't know. It's just something to think about. Absolutely. I'm sure you'll let me know in the chat when... Those of you who are chatting, me. I am. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to say, use use now. No, I'm from Philadelphia. Right. And uh, and if you're ever there, don't go to Pat's or Gino's. Uh. Go to Jim Steaks. That's my recommendation. Oh no. Professional. I know her. It's Owen's dirter. Dirter? Did I stir? <laughs> the dirter's been murdered. Oh, daughter. Dead. 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 Did you wet your sleeping bag, Tubby? I heard something, Dad. Well, the woods are full of interesting sounds, Tubby. Like a rabid wild dog. There's no wild rabid, rabid dog, Tubby. Foaming at the mouth. Tubby. And then it develops the fear, a fear of water. Of water. We all know this, Tubby. And even if... Calm down. Even if he just scratched me. Tubby, go to sleep. I would have to undergo... A series. A series. Painful. Oh, painful. In your Maybe shot. abdomen. Straight into my abdomen. There's the what, dog. Tubby? The dogs. Oh, it's a coyote, Tubby. Probably rabbit. There is a high incidence of rabies among coyotes. Don't tell me that, Dad. Tubby. Don't tell me that. Tubby, don't be a baby. I hate owls, too. Oh, the coyote sounds much closer now. You gotta shoot it, Dad. I'm not going to shoot that... Coyote Tubby. Oh, Dad. I'm losing patience, Tubby. I want a salted nut roll. I've got your celery bag over here, Tubby. I don't want celery. And I ate the last salted nut roll. <laughs> that was mine. Mom sent that for me. Tubby, stop and listen to yourself. <laughs> All this foolish crying. I wish Mom was here. So she could cuddle you? Yes, cuddle and me. weaken you, Tubby. Why? You so mean, Dad. Did you hear that, Tubby? The creepy owls with the scooped out eyes. Got an owl, is it? Yeah, they're starting to molt. Seems a little early for Not this year. molting. Not Tubby. this year, Dad. Well, I really don't care about molting, Tubby. Their molting rituals are really. Listen, Tubby. Really. He's close now. Interesting. The coyote. Oh, Dad, please zip the tent shut. Oh, Tubby, the fire will. 
keep the coyotes away. Unless they're rabbits. Dummy. Then they'll come around Dummy. any old time, acting bizarrely, Enough. snarling, fighting. Enough, Dummy. Can we go, Dad? Can we, can we just... I think I see his eyes glowing, Dummy. Whose eyes, Dad? The coyote. It sounds like there's oh, a, yes. a lot of them. <laughs> there's a lot of them, Dummy. You mean like two, three? Upwards of 20, 30 animals in the pack, Dummy. But as long as we've got the fire... Well, actually, Tubby, when there's that many animals involved... Then they're not afraid of the fire? Not nearly as much, Tubby. And what was that? Well, that's the banshee of the bog. The banshee of the... An enraged ghost, Tubby. Enraged. Ordinarily, I... You don't... No, I don't, but... Believe but in... the banshee, Tubby... Uh, but the... I make an exception. It's, it's a lot of celebrities in Hollywood that are doing drugs, so drugs are like very powerful nowadays. It's getting worse with it, you know? It's not getting any better. Yeah. Have you ever done drugs? No, I have never done drugs. I'm clean. I never smoked or anything, drank, no. I mean, I drunk a little bit before, but it's, I'm not like an alcoholic or anything like that. Uh, I guess I must have been a little overwrought, so... A few drinks later, and I was in the back of a police car wailing, so... A few drinks later, do you know how many? No, I don't. But I know it was tequila. Were you drinking from the open bottle of tequila in the car? Uh, yeah. I had a couple of slugs, yeah. I've learned that as a, a as a young black average woman, you know, you have to stand up and be independent and not depend on no man for anything and do the sacrifices for your kids and everything so that this way when they grow up, they can see, you know, their mother loved them and she did everything at the best that they could. So this way when they have kids and everything, especially the guys, they can be there for, the, for their kids and everything and be a real, real father figure for their kids, you know? That's, that's, that's my view of it. Do you know your dad? Um, I know my father and everything, but I don't have like a real relationship with him. Are you, you mad know? at him? Um, well, I used to, well, when I was younger, I was mad at him, but it's like as time goes on, you know, the only way you can forgive somebody, you know, you have to like forgive yourself, you know, and then forgive others. But I forgive him, though. I forgive him, you know, even though it was hard, but I forgive him, you know? But, you know, it teaches you, like, when you, like, when you want to become, when you become a parent one day, you can change that cycle that you grew up around. You know, you don't have to keep having that, having that same cycle from generation to generation. You know, you can change that, you know? Make it better for yourself. So when your kids grow up, they can make it better for their kids. You know? Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of good men out there. Well, <laughs> I don't even want to discuss that because if there are good men out there, well, where are they? Because right now I need one, and it's hard to find one right now. Because today, right now, it's just nothing but scallywagons, and scallywagons are somebody that does not have nothing going for themselves and everything. They're just, they're just out there, just to fool women or whatever. You know, they're just nothing. You know, they're just a waste. They're just a waste of time. So I've just dealt with scallywagon men. So if there are good men out there, my name is Amanda. I'm 27 years old. I live in Brooklyn. I'm boutique and everything. I'm black and everything. But you know, hey. <laughs> Welcome to Waking Weird. I'm Mark Moran from WeirdNJ.com, and this is the story of an ominous-looking edifice in Alpine known as Devil's Tower. 
It's a six-story gothic stone clock tower that the devil himself is said to frequent. There are several dark legends about the structure, including exact procedures to follow in order to conjure its spirits. It was originally the centerpiece of the Rio Vista estate owned by Spanish sugar magnate Manuel Rionda in the early 1900s. His mansion was the largest on the Palisades, and he delighted in taking guests up to the top of the tower to admire the view of New York. Beside the tower, there's a small stone chapel and an ornately decorated mausoleum. Rionda's wife was once interred here, though her body was removed when Rionda died in 1943. After his death, the estate languished for decades as nature began to reclaim it. The tower then stood in the middle of a forest with just a narrow gravel path leading up to and around it. By the 1970s, legends began to circulate about the former owner of the abandoned estate, saying he had gone insane after his wife's death and hung himself from the tower. Others claimed it was the wife who had killed herself, leaping to her death from the top. There were tales of black magic rituals conducted by satanic cults. and the moniker Devil's Tower became popular amongst the local teens who broke in to party and leave satanic graffiti. They reported mysterious gusts of cold wind inside, seeing glowing eyes and hearing growling noises emanating from the darkness within. According to legend, if you drove around the tower six times in reverse, then turned your headlights off, the apparition of Rionda's wife would appear to you in a ghostly mist. Oh my god. Be careful though, she's been known to take control of vehicles and crash them into trees. Other lore says that if you walk around the tower three times backwards at midnight, the devil himself will appear. Eventually, the tower's entrances were gated and the windows sealed off, and large, pricey homes were developed all around it. Glengarry Islands. But you can still visit the tower at midnight if you'd like, though its new neighbors and the local police would prefer you didn't. Perhaps they want to keep its spirits and the devil all to themselves. For Waking Weird, I'm Mark Moran. Yeah! Dudes! Harlequin Red Alpha. This is Harlequin Red Alpha. Exercise the Peterson Maneuver. No, I shan't be doing that. Say again. I simply said I shan't be doing that. Harlequin Red Alpha. Execute Peterson Maneuver. Well, even if I wanted to, I wouldn't know how to execute a Peterson Maneuver. With your level of training. I'm afraid you don't understand. With your level of training, you should be able to but successfully don't you, execute a Peterson maneuver. Don't you see? They rushed me along. They rushed me through. Please execute the Peterson maneuver. But don't you see? I, I can't execute it. The Peterson maneuver. If you'll consult the manual. <laughs> the bloody manual I threw out. 
months ago. The manual must always be maintained. Yes, yes, but I'm a busy man. One should never be too busy to care for one's manual. Can't you put it online or something? It seems a bit inconvenient, this manual one has to lug around. Some commit the manual to memory. <laughs> right, all that memorization. No. Then you must keep the manual with you at all times. Yes, yes, yes. And you must learn quickly to execute the Peterson maneuver. When you blasted Peterson maneuver. That's a pivotal part of our campaign. I dare say when you're younger, everything seems pivotal. I have no time for your wistful reflections. All right, all right, well... Have a manual sent round. I'll have a look at it. I expect you to execute the Peterson maneuver by 5 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> Please, I'll just be getting out of bed. If you can't complete the Peterson maneuver... <laughs> yes, yes, what are you going to do? Well... You boys talk a big game, but in the end... <laughs> Here I sit. So you do not intend... Well, look, I said I'd have a look at it. Now, can't we leave it at that? We will contact you again at 5 p.m. tomorrow. And if I can't execute the blasted Peterson maneuver... Your venous system will be... That's my veins, correct? Yes. Ooh. Your venous system will be pumped full of aluminum dust. Well, I say that... Sounds rather toxic. Your body will then be pressed. Pressed? What do you mean, pressed? Crushed. Oh, no. Crushed into festive TV trays. You're going to pump me full of powdered aluminum. And press you. Crush me. Into hundreds of festive, of festive television. TV trays. Of course. You need only learn the... Peterson maneuver. Yes. Yes. Good morning, listeners. This is Tim English with Soundalikes. I'm excited about this next segment. Absolutely. Today we take a look at one of the more bizarre cases that I wrote about in my book. Sounds like Teen Spirit. The similarities between Bob Marley's 1980s song, Buffalo Soldier, and the Tra-La-La song, a.k.a. the Banana Splits theme from 1968. The Banana Splits Adventure Hour was a kid's show and Hanna-Barbera production that ran on NBC on Saturday mornings from 1968 until 1970. It showcased the adventures of Bingo, Trooper, Snorky, and Fleagle, four stuffed animals that played in a band. The show was at least partly inspired by the success of the Monkees TV show. And likewise, it utilized the talents of successful songwriters of the day, including Gene Pitney, Barry White, and in the case of the Tra-La-La song, Mark Barkin and Richie Adams. Barkin had written numerous hits back in the 60s, including what? Pretty Flamingo for Manfred Mann. The 1979 cover by the U.S. punk band The Dickies was actually a hit in the U.K. <laughs> Buffalo Soldier appeared on Marley's Uprising album, released a year before his death in 1981. As I wrote in my book, John Lennon 1980 playlist, the ex-Beatle was a fan of the album and played it repeatedly during the summer of 1980. 
Buffalo Soldier tells the little-known story of the black U.S. soldiers who fought out west against Native Americans in the years after the Civil War. The irony of two oppressed peoples fighting against each other is not lost on Marley, as he constructs a cautionary tale in which he reminds the listener to remember their history. In the middle and again at the end of Buffalo Soldier, Marley breaks into a wordless note-for-note -note rendition of, what? you guessed it, the Banana Splits theme. Although many have discounted the possibility that Marley could have been inspired even subconsciously by a silly Saturday morning TV show, he did in fact live with his mom in Wilmington, Delaware during the run of the show from the spring of 1969 until October of that year when he could possibly have seen the show on TV. Marley supported his family by working on a Chrysler assembly line in Delaware but he soon returned to Jamaica to resume his musical career. Until the next time, this is Tim English with Soundalikes. and bake hello glisteners mr let's paint here I'm, I'm mowing the lawn yeah it's that that uh, it's it's time the grass is uh, exactly three and a half inches tall and then that's just past its due i gotta what i gotta mow it man i gotta mow the lawn so i'm pushing the i gotta push it's, a, it's an old school it's manual it's manual it's like analog and stuff get back to the basics and we're gonna push that push it baby push it Push, oh, oh, oh. And uh, I got my, I got my blender here with me here, and uh, we're gonna make some gazpacho. Yum. Yeah, yeah, gazpacho, rosebud. Gazpacho. We gotta put some rose petals in there with the gazpacho. Uh, tomatoes. Let's cut up some tomatoes here while we talk about here. Okay. Some tomatoes. Okay. Chop that up in here. Put it in the blender along with some cucumber. Chop that in there. Cucumber. All right. A little onion. A little garlic. Put that in there. Put it in the blender. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Beautiful. 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 Okay. Hey. 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 What? Hey. All right. Well. Okay. Uh, yeah, all right, that's gonna, uh, we're gonna strain that, okay? We're gonna strain that now, okay? And then we're gonna chill! Chill, damn it! Chill out! Put that in the, in the refrigerator. Okay, all right. Let's keep pushing, baby. Push it, baby. Push that, that, it's a great workout. It's got upper body strength here. Let's, let's do some painting here. Oh, 
Got my easel here. I'm gonna paint here. Now, I just saw there was a, a, a squirrel. It was up on the on the power lines, and and a mockingbird. You know those mockingbirds? They, I don't know if you have them around your neck of the woods. Of course. They, they just they they mimic you and they they make fun of you and they they're up all night talking to you. And uh, this this guy was dive bombing on the squirrel, and it was it was attacking the squirrel. And it, the squirrel what? jumped down and it tried to cross the road, and it got hit by a car. Oh, it's so. Roadkill, and uh, it's it's a really sad story, and and but I, I want to honor this squirrel by painting it uh, there. So let's paint this lovely little squirrel. Uh, the spirit of the squirrel is always going to be there. My time is up, but we did it all, guys. Do it all you can. Do it all. This is Mr. Let's Paint. Till next week. Till whenever. Bye bye. I wish my brother George was here. Last week, China's Ministry of Science and Technology reported that a team of researchers from Beijing Normal University had identified two groups of suspicious signals captured by the country's 500-meter aperture spherical radio telescope, known as FAST. The scientists quickly concluded what? that the observations could possibly be technological traces of extraterrestrial civilizations. Their discovery was first announced on Science and Technology Daily, the ministry's official website, and the story was quickly picked up and featured by news bureaus worldwide. But according to an article by New York Times reporter Dennis Overby, soon after the story had begun gathering a heavy buzz, it mysteriously disappeared from the pages of the Chinese Daily. Apparently, the Beijing scientists embarrassingly realized that the suspicious anomalies were most likely caused by radio interference. And that the origin of the signals was probably not from faraway civilization, but instead they actually originated from right here on planet Earth. Too bad. According to a number of Western scientists working with SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, the misreading of the data is actually a familiar story. Continue. The SETI researchers are saying that over the past 50 years, looking for intelligent life in the universe has been a very challenging undertaking, with the most difficult part being what? filtering out false alarm signals from earthly sources. The scientists went on to say that the Chinese report shows that the country's scientific ministry still has a lot to learn about monitoring potential cosmic messages, and that in the future, it's best if they refrain their excitement about possible communication discoveries until they can verify them as having a faraway source. The physicists and engineers are frankly frustrated. Why? They feel the being is withholding information. This is George for Wake Science. Hi, 
Mike Clay, it's Connie Klinkopus of the Chopper for Wake Traffic. And I'm Rick Shredemaker on the cold, hard ground. I'm glad you went back to your classic tagline, Rex. It bothers me, though. No, Rex. The ground isn't actually no cold, cold and, and, and hard. hard. You gotta learn to unclench it. Right? You let it go for, for the, the sake, sake of, of continuity. continuity. Yeah, that old tagline's good one, Rademaker. I just wish it... Is it you, Ding? Is it you, Connie? Did you see that? It's a speeder. I'll go bring him in. I thought by saying the warm, soft oh, ground... Rex, and... enough with the tagline. Yeah, quiet, Rademaker. You think I should just... Stick with the original. Original one works. You think it's fine, Rademaker. Jesus. Get him, Jing. Spinning the tires seems like showboating. Real men spin their tires. The slow but steady. Oh, slow. Acceleration steady. is just as effective. Rex, it's not sexy. I've almost caught up to him. It's not sexy. Observe, Dink Rex. <laughs> I'll show you sexy, Rademaker. I just don't see what oh, Rex has to do no wonder with effect. You can't get... I'm about at it with these speeders. You'll have to teach this one a lesson. I can't hit him anymore. You're going soft, Dougherty. It's against regulation. I thought you made the rule. It's frustrating. Take it out. They think. Take it out on the speeder. I can't. Punch him. I can't. Punch him. Are you that filthy speeder? I may have been exceeding the... <laughs> That's my boy. Though you try and try, you just can't stop. It doesn't matter if you're a junkie or a cop, if you're a villain or a savior. It's so hard to stop from doing all your compulsive behaviors, all those dirty little secrets that you hide. And no one sees. Have you feeling oh so helpless when you're down there on your Knees and you're praying, sending prayers, asking, please, oh father, please, but your prayer is blown off, courses, there's a shifting of the breeze, and now the wind is blowing harder, and it's coming from the north, and the booming voice of God, oh so powerfully, issues for to those who have sinned, Peterson, Arnold, and McGuinn. We get next week off. She's taking another vacation. How come I don't oh, get a Rex, vacation? You don't deserve it. I'm the one who ought to be. Didn't he just? Wasn't he just? You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you. Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They called 
me the bitch. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.